Thanks for tuning in to Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Jean A. Youngblood. Since 2015, Dr. Youngblood has taken scores of questions and comments on the challenging issues of the day with a goal of informing and motivating listeners to examine the issues from a central biblicist worldview. Currently, this broadcast is heard on five regional stations, as well as four additional stations in Virginia. There's now a great opportunity to expand this vital ministry to other cities. We sincerely need your help to accomplish this mission. Your support of any amount is needed to take this next step in sharing God's truth in a relevant, lively, and timely way. Thanks for your willingness to support us in this broadcast as we prepare to face the issues on a broader scale. Go to fcbcatjax.com and click the donate button or send your best gift to First Conservative Baptist Church, 12021 Old St. Augustine Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32258 Attention Radio. Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood is brought to you by First Conservative Baptist Church. Now let's get back to Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about an issue today that I believe is uh, uh, very, very relevant. I believe it's uh, imperative that we understand as Christians, conservatives, and as patriots, and that is the lawlessness that prevails in our nation today. Under the Biden administration, there's no such thing as a constitution, no such thing as the Bill of Rights, no such thing as a firmness of that and a solid uh, foundation of which America is built on. By the way, Psalms 11.3 says, if the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? What can the righteous do? Just before our break, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had a caller that asked the question to our uh, interviewer date, one that we're interviewing, that is Congressman Mike Hill, the former District 1 representative in the state of Florida. Congressman Hill, if you would continue your thoughts about your statements that you made just before the break about the stand of China and the collapse, coming collapse of China, and uh, why, uh, what are your arguments about that pro and con? Well, we just have to look at a historical perspective, uh, Dr. Youngblood, as to why China is going to economically collapse. And that is we look at other communist-run nations, Russia, Venezuela, Cuba. They all collapse. Now, where is Russia right now? The reason why Russia is uh, in a position to where it can even function is because they left the totalitarian communist economic system and instead went to more of a capitalistic system and free market. That is what has sustained them. Now, China, just three decades ago, maybe a little longer, they were a destitute, poor nation. And there was a tremendous transfer of wealth that probably accelerated under the Clinton administration, the Obama administration, and also under the Bush administration, where trillions of dollars from the United States were given to China to uh, simply sustain that nation. Those trillions of dollars were used very wisely by the Chinese communists to not only build their infrastructure, but also to build up their military. They were in a systematic uh, a period of stealing uh, 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 ideas from the United States, from companies, from our military, 
uh, from anything that would benefit them, what they would do is they would send students and scientists over here who would find their way into the uh, highest portions of our military complex, into our universities, um, into our companies, and they would steal their uh, intellectual property, take it back to China, they would then um, make it themselves, and then sell it. So it was the Trump administration that came in and was putting a stop to that. And that's why China was so adamant, and I believe they were involved in the stealing of this election from President Trump. They could not uh, afford to have four more years of President Trump because he was saying no more of this. You're not getting taxpayers' dollars. You're not stealing from Americans anymore. He was putting a stop to that. Well, the Biden administration has turned that spigot back on. However, communism does not work simply because it does not give the natural incentives for humans to want to better their conditions. You cannot centrally plan an economy. It is physically impossible. There can be no way that an oligarchy can make decisions on what needs to be produced, how much it needs to be produced, and where it needs to be distributed. It's impossible because humans change their minds so frequently. Um, you may decide you're going to go out and buy a Ford, but as you're shopping for cars, you see a Chrysler that you like better, so you end up buying it. Central planning cannot determine that, so eventually it's going to collapse. Um, we see that with their, uh, um, the, the real estate market right now where I have seen documentation, I have seen uh, news articles of where they are destroying entire uh, uh, high-rise buildings, 15, 20 high-rise buildings that were built and nobody has ever lived in them. And so they're in a position now where they don't need them, so they're simply destroying them. They were built, now they are destroying them. What will help China is if they are allowing some form of a free market system, some form of capitalism, that will sustain them. But for them to try and continue with this uh, oligarchy to dictate the means of production and distribution, it has been proven throughout history that it simply does not work. There are about 25 families in China who have become enormously wealthy, and it is off the backs of the American taxpayers. Absolutely, and I'm glad you added that um, basic footnote because I'm looking at a sheaf of articles. One of them says China unleashes satellite crusher into orbit occupied by the UN, occupied by U.S. technology. Another article says China tested new space capability with a hydrosonic uh, uh, missile. That's five times the speed of sound, by the way. China threatened to begin World War III, another headline. U.S. military brass warns China on pace to become number one power. I'm talking about military power. And I'm looking at an article just this morning. It says, no more China tech. 57 million credit card machines. That's not credit cards, but machines. Credit card machines likely compromised. It's dated today's date. 
American and allies are too dependent on China tech, as demonstrated by recent revelations that our Chinese manufactured credit card machines are sending data back to China for no good reason. U.S. Trade Department says that millions of Chinese point-of-sale PSO devices, the credit card machines found at checkout counters in most stores, could be sending customer data back to China. It goes on to talk about it. It's a five, six-page article. So, uh, Congressman, what I am seeing, and I'm in full agreement with what you're saying, we'll add a little as a little footnote to that. I'm saying uh, because of their stealing of data, because they've invaded our schools, universities, and colleges, because they have had their uh, communist plants in the higher education and in political office, we're finding a surrender of that to China, especially by the Biden cabal, uh, where Biden and his entire family sold out, bought, paid, and sold out to China. It goes back to the Clinton era, as you touched on, where China was made the most favored nation, uh, given the most favored nation trade status. And as a result of that, we're being inundated by China. My concern is, from the standpoint of the China military, where they're using artificial intelligence wedded to the brain of the Chinese soldiers, so the Chinese soldiers will have no fear, no pain, and will go forth in military battle. I'm concerned when you see uh, the uh, hypersonic uh, uh, missile that's being, that they circled around the globe and then crash landed on the very spot that they had designated. I'm concerned when you find that they have the greater number of uh, submarines, nuclear-powered submarines, than America. I'm concerned then when I see in Revelation chapter 9 where China will have the 200-million-man army. They'll be a part of the, mil- the battle military foray takes place in the days of the tribulation. So it may be out of desperation of a loss of economic base that they go then full throttle with the military powers to take over and control on a global basis, which I believe is their ultimate goal. How do you respond to those thoughts that I've had? Well, first of all, uh, Dr. Youngblood, um, the Chinese regime was unable to launch satellites until the Clinton administration gave them the technology on gyroscopes. Mm -hmm. They were unable, because they didn't quite understand the pitch, roll, and yaw that is necessary, and gyroscopes were able to calculate that. It wasn't until the Clinton administration gave them that technology that they were able to even launch satellites. So we can thank Bill Clinton for (laughs) the... The, the military force that we're seeing come out of China right now. And, you know, you mentioned that they use this uh, artificial intelligence to control the uh, Chinese soldiers. Um, they don't need that. They might be using that. But even before that, they would simply just drug them up. We saw that yes. so much during the Korean War and during the Vietnam yes. War that they would. Uh, and we saw it in Afghanistan where they would just simply give their soldiers drugs so that they were numb. And this sent them as fodder towards the front in mass numbers. They were being slaughtered, but they had so many, they would just continue so that it would overwhelm the force. What we see with China right now, um, what they are doing uh, with this hypersonic missiles, these supersonic missiles, that is technology that was stolen from America. That is right. And, and we're seeing a lot of hand-wringing in the news and the media about it right now. Um, I'll tell you, Dr. Youngblood, I am confident that our military has an antidote to that. 
They are always a step ahead of what our enemies have. They just don't talk about it as much. And so um, the Chinese may have this hypersonic missile, and there is a way of combating that with, um, with our military. It just isn't being brought out. Now, let's hope that the Biden administration does not give that technology also to the Chinese regime. Well, I'm of the opinion if China asks for it, Biden will hand it over on a uh, uh, golden platter because that's the mindset because he is compromised completely. The entire Biden cabal is compromised by China. I believe we have a caller on the line. Kevin, go over with the question or comment, please. Yes, Dr. Youngblood, appreciate your very much. I just want to encourage the patriots out there that we, you know, Trump said this, he says, this is only the beginning of the fight. We're in a fight against China. We're in a fight against these traitors in our government and that we need to keep on pushing on, praying and doing all we can as patriots to, to see this thing through and win the war and win the battle because God is on our side. What makes our country great that China doesn't has, and we have almighty God on our side, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and, and Yaakov, Jacob, Yahuwah Sevaot, and Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. That's what makes this country great. It was founded by our founding fathers on the blood and cross of Jesus Christ. And our men that founded this nation died. They died to the death. They fought to the death so we can have the freedom we have in this nation. And we cannot Amen. be discouraged or get defeated. We must fight unto the death and see this thing through because we have a real enemy, Satan and the powers of darkness that want to destroy this nation. They want to destroy the nation. But we are greater because we have Jesus Christ and, and, and God Almighty on our side. And, and we need to do all we can now to encourage the patriots. In the Bible codes, it says that President Trump will be the 47th president. He will be renewed, refreshed, and he will come back. This is in the Bible codes, the main access term, 47th president. So I'm encouraging all the patriots, do all you can. Pray and fast all you can. Women, weep before God to have mercy on this country and save our country. And do all you can, prepare all you can for a revolution in this nation. Prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much for your call. Uh, Congressman, we have heard a passionate caller uh, talking about uh, our being preserved because we're founded on biblical truth and on the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm in full agreement with that. Have no ought with that at all. But my question is, what if, what if, because we've turned our backs on God, we banned the Bible in the public schools, we banned uh, prayer in the public arena, what if God will allow America to be defeated just as he did with the nation of Israel over and over and over because they turned their backs on God? Is that a potential, as you see it from a Christian perspective? Well, what I would say, first of all, to the caller, Dr. Youngblood, is amen. This nation was founded on Christian principles. This nation was founded with the intention of spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And as you say, Dr. Youngblood, if we as a nation turn our backs on God, the Bible has made it clear that he will punish a nation that takes him for granted, turns their back on him. But the Bible also makes it clear that we serve a merciful God, a Amen. righteous God who was long suffering. And we saw so many times uh, with the nation Israel that he would spare them when they would cry out to him. And we have enough people, we have enough saints here in the United States 
who are on their knees crying out to God for mercy, for justice, for his righteousness. And I believe that because of that, that he will be merciful, that he hears our prayers. God is faithful and, and he will not send judgment on this nation as a whole. I believe we are seeing a part of his judgment already. He is allowing us to see it. And I believe that that judgment is the Holocaust we see with the abortion industry. Yes. And also that we have this small minority, but very vocal, a group of sodomites, the LGBTQ community, who seem to be forcing their uh, immoral behavior on this nation. And God is letting us see what will happen when you turn away from him. So we as saints, just as your caller says, must pray to God for his mercy, for wisdom. We must pray for our leaders, that they will make the right decisions, or that God will remove them so that we can have the right leaders in place, leading this nation again to fulfilling its destiny of preaching the gospel. Amen. I'm in full agreement with your statement. And it is my prayer each and every day that God will deliver us from the ultimate judgment that we're on the collision course for, lest we repent and seek God's face. Congressman, another question. I'm reading an article that says, Safe Pass LA, debut in California. Dems imposed the nation's toughest, tightest vaccine mandate on 10 million people. Dated November the 8th, the article reads in part. On Monday, Los Angeles began enforcing its stringent vaccine mandate. If anyone wants to patronize any indoor business, they will be required to show proof of vaccination. This mandate, called Safe Pass LA, is now one of the strictest vaccine ordinances in the country. From restaurants to gyms, saloons, entertainment venues, businesses are being forced to require customers to be vaccinated. If a business does not comply with the mandate, it can be cited for the first violation and fined $1,000. For the second and more, it can be fined up to $5,000 per violation. Unvaccinated individuals are still allowed to use outdoor facilities of the businesses and are allowed a few minutes inside if they briefly need to use the restroom or collect uh, to go a collect a go to go order. Further, it says employees must be vaccinated by December the 18th, and we are putting a religious testing program into place in the meantime. And it goes further to say, let me be clear, any employee who refuses to be vaccinated by this date should prepare to lose their jobs, Garcetti said. Garcetti, uh, how do you respond, Congressman? And I'm seeing this now rippling across our nation, even as the COVID deaths plummet, even as the COVID hospitalizations uh, for those that are unvaccinated plummet, and yet the COVID uh, hospitalizations are skyrocketing for those that have had the vaccination, we're seeing the tighter and tighter controls by the, I call it the Looney Tune left, the Socialist Marxist Communist Democratic Party agenda. Uh, what are we to do? How are we to view that? And especially, if we, let's trickle down, and I realize in the state of Florida we have some major, major, major benefits because of a a conservative, uh, righteous, I call him, uh, governor for our state. But what are we to think as Christians with multitudes of Christians bowing to the mandate because they're saying that it's mandated, we need to do it. 
What do you say to uh, legislative action as we find being taken uh, that's taking place now in California, uh, New York, and other places in America? Should the citizens just bow, or should there be the stand-up with a righteous indignation that says no? They absolutely should not bow, Dr. Youngblood. They should not comply. And what you are seeing out in California is absolute insanity. And what you are also seeing is a lack of respect for God and his Holy Spirit. And I say that because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yes. People in California are not free. And what you will see are businesses will be forced to close down. Uh, You'll see that those who are able to will simply leave California. And what you'll uh, have left there are the poor and those who are unable to uh, move elsewhere uh, because they don't have the, the ability or the means to do it. And then because California is such a highly taxed state, how are you going to tax just the poor who are left? There are already companies and people who are leaving California in droves. And those who are in power there in California can't even see it. They they have been blinded by the deceit of the power that they have. They do not have uh, the Spirit of God with them, because if they did, they would know that that means freedom. Yes. I believe we have a caller. Jose, go over the question or comment, please. I mean, it's sad to see what's going on in Nationwide, but it's worse to see what's going on in California because these people are so brainwashed. It reminds me when I was living up north, up in Connecticut. All you hear is Christians are bad, conservatives are evil in the radio, in the media, in the radio. The only person that really helped me to open my eyes, I was looking for the station and they tuned into Rush Limbaugh. And I said, wait a minute, who is this guy? And that opened my mind, you know what I mean? But it's so, so sad to see these people, they don't see their light. You see it in California, they are talking about uh, put a tax on the people that are wanting to leave the state. Can you believe that? I was like, what? I thought this is America. Since when you are being punished because you want to move from Florida to Georgia? They they got that in the works. They're working on that law now. They're punishing you because they know that the people are fed up and they are moving in droves, you know what I mean, to other states. But unfortunately, they moved to other states for freedom, and they got they are so brainwashed that they keep supporting those that damage those states. So I guess we have to pray hard, brother. And I'm not going to take any vaccines or anything. I don't care what they tell me. Are we are, they, are we the guinea pigs from this administration? I mean, That's I'm what sorry. we are. I said, Christian. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take it. I'm sorry. If something happens to any of you taking the vaccine, who is responsible? Can we sue anybody? No, we cannot sue anybody. So I rather had none because I'm, thank God I'm healthy. I don't have any issues. And I hear so many people that they have some side effects. And, hey, it's not a fault. But wait a minute, who pushed me to do it? You make it mandatory. Anyway, brother, we have to pray a lot for this nation and for the many people to open their eyes to the reality and the truth of what's going on in this nation, brother. It's very sad what's going on. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you, Jose, for your call. And God bless you. You're exactly spot on with your statement. We need to keep on looking up and lifting up our heads because our redemption is getting nearer each and every day for the rapture of the church. Congressman, we've got just a couple of minutes left on the broadcast today. 
and uh, want us to talk about something that I'm uh, concerned about, interested in, and prayerful for in the state of Florida. Right now, uh, our legislators in special session, uh, at the request of our governor, are you familiar with enough to uh, talk about some of the issues that they're debating and the uh, turnout of that and what we need to be praying for as citizens in the state of Florida for our legislators? Yes, they are going into a special session to uh, uh, address these vaccine mandates that are coming down from the Biden regime. And I was so pleased, and I'll say proud of Governor DeSantis, who uh, asked for this uh, special session to uh, address these vaccine mandates. Now, in fact, the first call for a special session to address this was done by a representative, Anthony Sabatini. He did it a number of months ago where he says we need to have a special session to address this. And um, he was ignored pretty much um, until Governor DeSantis did more recently bring it up. And he says, okay, we're going to have a special session on this. And so I am so glad that they are going to do that to address these vaccine mandates and how Florida wants to pass law saying that you will not have these mandates here uh, in Florida affecting Floridians. And that is one reason why so many people are moving to Florida on a daily basis. It's almost uh, back to where it was when we were having a thousand people a day moving to Florida. And we're seeing that happening again as they are leaving those uh, blue states, those states that are being governed by those on the left. And everything that the left touch, they destroy. And so we see people leaving those blue states and they're coming here. My only concern with that, and they're welcome to come to Florida, my only concern is there is a faction of them who will bring the leftist ideas here with them. And, and we see it implemented in places like uh, uh, West Palm Beach, uh, Miami-Dade, uh, St. Petersburg, Tampa, uh, where at one time those were, especially St. Petersburg and Tampa, those were um, solidly red. They were solidly to the right. But now we see them leaning to the left because people who are coming there have come from those blue states and have brought their bad ideas with them. So I would encourage your listeners, Dr. Youngblood, to call their state representative, to call their state senator, and tell them to fully support um, what Governor DeSantis is trying to do with this special election and these vaccine mandates. Absolutely. Congressman, we've got about 30 seconds left on the broadcast. Will you give a word of encouragement and hope for our listeners today based on the authority of the Scripture? Indeed, Dr. Youngblood, just like the three Hebrew boys said, God will save us. And even if he did not, we still won't bow down to you, O King. That should be our positions as Christians today with the recognition God will save us. Amen. Even if he doesn't, we're not bowing down to this regime. In Jesus' Absolutely. name, amen. Absolutely. Congressman, thank you so much for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today on Let's Face the Issues. Looking forward to meeting you next time on the air as once again we face the issues. 2021 Old St. Augustine Road, Jacksonville, Florida. Located one half mile south of I-295. 
FCBC invites you to tune in nightly, 9 to 9.45 p.m. for expository preaching on 91.3, 91.7, and 91.9 FM. You are invited to worship with them, 9.30 a.m. Sunday for Bible study, 10.45 a.m. Sunday morning worship service, 7 p.m. evening worship service, or 7 p.m. Wednesday fellowship meal Bible study. Prayer, Bible Q&A, and updates on issues facing our city, state, and country. Tune in again for another Let's Face the Issues broadcast. Also tune in the same station Saturday mornings at 9 for expository Bible preaching by Dr. Youngblood. Remember, a rebroadcast of this program can be heard in its entirety 9 p.m. on 100.3 FM and 93.3 HD3. You are also invited to tune in Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Talk 100.3 for expository preaching. Tune in and invite others to listen.